Talking about sexual assault at schools is uncomfortable. It can be much more so for teenagers. However, not talking about it doesn't make it go away. Just in 2018, there were 70 incidents reported in North Carolina alone. On the third episode of our Radio 101 series, School Interrupted, youth reporters Leah Fisher, Ian Dawes, and Trey Shore look into the culture that allows acts of sexual misconduct to go unchecked in our schools. So this story started with a question. In the past 12 months, have you experienced unwanted sexual advances at school? And the answer was sort of what you would expect. We got a lot of no's and a few yeses, but it was in the follow-up where things got interesting. Have you reported this? No. 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 Why haven't you reported this? Because it wasn't that serious. Didn't want to. I don't want to draw attention to it. I should point out these are actors. This information was obtained through an anonymous survey, but what was shocking was the numbers. 83% of the people who have experienced unwanted sexual advances have not reported it. We wanted to figure out why. But this turned out to be way more complicated than we initially thought. It was almost impossible to find a survivor that would speak out. Grown-ups get all weird when talking about anything sex-related, and even the definition of sexual misconduct is a gray area. So, our first challenge, how do you even define sexual misconduct? For this one, we enlisted the help of some pretty strong women. My name is Kendra Kimmer. Kendra is a victim's advocate at Family Services, an NGO here in Winston-Salem that, among other things, provides services to victims of sexual violence. If you asked one person that, and then you turn right around and ask someone completely different that didn't hear the first person's answer, they're going to have completely different definitions. Some people might not think unwanted sexual jokes is sexual misconduct. Everyone probably agrees that rape is sexual misconduct, but they might not agree with some of the lesser seen things. Well, this doesn't really get us any closer to a definite answer, so we talked with Monica Johnson-Hosler. She's the executive director at the North Carolina Coalition Against Sexual Assault. The survivor defines what happened to them that is assaultive or offensive in a sexual nature. So according to Hostler, having a cut and dry definition of sexual misconduct doesn't matter that much in this context. What matters is how the victim defines what's been done to them. Let's leave the definitions for a minute and focus on the next challenge, the reporting or the lack of. So to figure out the process of reporting acts of sexual misconduct, we went to where every distressed kid in school should go to, student counseling. Here's Kristen Wiley. She's one of the counselors at R.J. Reynolds High School. I would say usually a student would have to let me know what happened, who or who they suspect did it. Since I work in the counseling field, I probably asked them some questions along the lines of, you know, how did it make them feel like was this something that they had wanted or was this completely unprovoked? And then um, also because I'm a counselor, I would ask, do they want to report it? Because I am not really at liberty per se, due to confidentiality um, issues. But according to Hostler from the North Carolina Coalition Against Sexual Assault, this approach just perpetuates a pattern that's seen in society at large. So, so schools are just microcosms of our natural societal habitat. We are not cautious about around the way that we talk about sexual violence. We're not cautious around the way that we believe survivors. We ask questions like, What happened before? What did you do to deserve this? Did they think that you wanted this? Well, the first time that they made a sexual comment to you, did you tell them that you didn't like it? Like we call all these things into question where as an individual, when anything happens to us, whether it's sexual in nature or not, we believe them. Think of it this way. 
When a friend tells you that someone broke into their car, your first question is probably not, what did you do to let that happen? Are you sure you didn't say or do anything to let the robber know you wanted your car broken into? But when it comes to sexual misconduct, we tend to flip the script, which leads to the second issue. We also live in a space that this person is well-known or well-respected and have some kind of privilege that we also tend to place those people on a pedestal. And if they then cause harm, those survivors don't believe that they'll be believed. At this point, the picture of why people might not want to come forward was starting to get pretty clear. But the problem with this is that according to psychotherapist Beverly Engel, not talking about it doesn't make it go away. Even like having guys grab you, or having guys make comments, sexual comments to you, causes a lot of girls to feel a lot of shame. It causes them to be ashamed of their body. They don't want their body to be, you know, noticed. Like with every complex issue, there's no one simple answer to address this. But according to Hostler, there's hope. We do have schools across the state of North Carolina who are implementing programs um, like Shifting Boundaries. That's a program for middle school students on sexual harassment and dating violence. Like Safe Dates. And these are actually evidence-based curriculums that really both train teachers, administrators, but also there's curriculum interface for students on helping students give language to these types of issues in their school, but also giving some language to administrators around what students see as problematic in their individual schools, and then administrators then figuring out how to address them. The catch right now is up to each school to implement programs like those, and currently only a handful of schools across the state have done it. There's no state or district-wide push to address the culture that allows sexual misconduct to go unchecked. For 88.5 WFDD Radio 101, I'm Trey Shore. I'm Leah Fisher. And I'm Ian Doss. If you have been a victim of sexual misconduct at school and would like to share your experience, let us know. We want to hear from you. You can leave us a voice message at wfdd.org slash schoolinterrupted. We'll feature some of your stories on our website. Radio 101 is made possible in part by a generous contribution from Woody Kleiner and by the Winston-Salem Foundation. This story was produced as part of a four-credit class at R.J. Reynolds High School in Winston-Salem. The theme music for this show was composed by Alan Poltorak. For more Radio 101 stories, visit wfdd.org slash radio101.